Hey everyone, it's Tom Kradzai, and on this episode of the Your Life, Your Term show, Nick and I sit down with Nibin and Justin of Maker Watch Company. And you know, on this podcast, we talk about real estate and we get involved with interest rates. I'm laughing because I get obsessive about my interest rates, but interest rates and we talk about Bitcoin and all these kind of wonderful things. But there's one thing that is really just near and dear to our heart. It's meeting other local entrepreneurs who are doing their thing, expressing their unique value. So to get the opportunity to sit down with Nibin and Justin and and learn their story and see what they're doing and they make incredible products they're the founders of maker watch company and they're these watches where that basically the watches tell a story and you'll see what i mean by that when you hear them explain what they're doing with their company but there's these cool watches just some of the names are amazing like cigar watch there's a mars watch there's a stormy watch there's a watch that has shredded us dollars in it so that's obviously near and dear to my to my heart so you'll hear them explain just how they got into this business is some of the challenges of starting a new business as and I, I don't know if those challenges are often discussed so really appreciate them sharing their story and some of the breakthroughs that they're having so we're just thrilled to be able to sit down with them, get their message out, try to support them in some small way by sharing their message. So I think you'll really get a good uh, good feeling from listening to these two guys. So if you are listening to this and you also want to journey into the real estate world, you know you can always go to rockstarinnercircle.com to pick up any videos or reports or articles or the latest information that we have. One of the one of the latest Rockstar Minutes is about inflation and we talk about if it is, is inflation lurking in the shadows here in Canada. And we share some data points on the Canadian debt situation, the Canadian money situation, and the US debt situation and why we look at the US. We explain that in the video as well. So if you want any of this kind of information, you can go to rockstarinnercircle.com to get it. That's it for the intro. Oh, one, one more thing. These guys were kind enough, if you're ever interested in their watches, they were kind enough to share a promo code with us. Let me just give you that promo code now. We'll put it in the show notes as well. But if you listen to this and you just think that you need to have one of these things for yourself, there's a promo code to get a 10% discount. It's Rockstar10. So that's Rockstar10 to get a 10% discount of any of their stock products. So Rockstar10, just remember that discount. Or if you're going to buy something from them, go to the show notes so that you can get the discount code. That's it for the intro. Let's get on with the show. Are you ready to live life on your terms? Is it time to take charge? Real estate, business building, the economy, health and nutrition, and more. It's the Your Life, Your Term Show with Tom and Nick Carazza. Are you ready? Let's go. We are live with Justin and Nibbin. And uh, these guys have an interesting story because uh, we met over an email that Nibbin, you sent in. Correct. We, you sent in this email and you, it went along the lines of like, hey, there's some kind of connect. We came across somebody you know knows us or something like that. And we do this business and, you know, check it out. And normally if we get an email like that, we're totally not checking it out. <laughs> totally not checking it out. But for whatever reason, the business looked interesting enough that we wanted to check it out. And then when I saw the watches that you make, I was just kind of blown away. So we wanted you guys to come on and talk about your story. And then when we realized you're starting, you know, you're, you're several years into your business right now, but you're still in the early stages of this business. Correct. We wanted you to come in and share this. So give us an introduction. One of you explain, or both of you, what is Maker Watch? How did you guys get started into this business? Share with us. Do it. Want to take it? Yeah, sure. So basically, come closer into the mic. Sure. Come closer into yeah. the mic. All right. 
Is that better? Yeah, that's way better. Okay. So basically uh, how we started was um, I was working construction at the time. I had So prior to that, I'd been working personal training for like a decade and then got into construction to pay off loans and stuff like that. Um, and um, I was kind of bored and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was kind of searching for what I wanted to do. Um, so I purchased some woodworking equipment, a lathe and a drill press, and I started hand turning, um, the watch case itself, which is actually this first one right here, um, on the, on the lathe. Um, and over a six month period from September to, um, December, I think it yeah, was close to January. Yeah. Close there. to January. Um, I finished the watch and, uh, Nibin and I, and one of our other, other buddies had, uh, met up for dinner, which we usually meet up quarterly or, or twice a, uh, a year or something. Um, and Nibin was like, yo, I love it. It's sick. And so he posted it on his Instagram and his old high school teacher was like, can I get one? And that was our first customer essentially. Yeah. And that's, that's basically how we started. This is crazy though. You, you started this just from, were you into woodworking before? Not really. Like I had done, I, I enjoy working with my hands in general. Um, I had done some woodworking in, in, uh, um, high school. That was like the only class that I actually. Yeah, you're talking paid about like grade to. nine or something. Yeah, where, yeah, we all, yeah, where we made yeah. those wooden <laughs> clocks with the jigsaw or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you've come a long way. Yeah, exactly. So if for everyone listening, you can't see these watches. I guess we'll post pictures when we release this podcast. Mm -hmm. But these these things are pieces of art. So can you describe you. a little bit of just the makeup of the watch, just with words, so people can try to visualize these? Because it's not going to do it full justice. You have to see these things. For but sure. can you describe it and the you know why they're created this way? Of of course. So like I guess I had drawn it out what I sort of what I wanted to see a couple years before, and it was sort of in my sketchbook that you know this is what I wanted to make. And so what it is essentially, it's a hand turned um, wooden case with a hand weaved uh, leather band. Uh, Citizen Miota automatic movement uh, in the center. It's skeletonized. Um, I always like looking at things and sort of getting lost in the moment in these in these little kind of things. So this is sort of why we use that movement. I've also had it in another watch for over a decade. Um, so we know it's an automatic movement that lasts. You know, it doesn't need batteries and it, it actually functions and it lasts. Very little little maintenance needed compared to like a Swiss movement. Um, and it's made in Japan, and Japan usually makes quality stuff for the most part. Um, so yeah, that's that's that one. And then all the other ones are sort of um, iterations on top of that over the years. Can you see through them all, or is it just some types? No, no not can, all of them you see through. You can see through them all. That, that oh, one just has it. a sticker on the back. Oh, of got it. it. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah I'm a rookie. Got the it. one you have actually in your hand is made out of cigar flake and gold flake. It's a combination of, uh, it's an Ashton cigar yeah. um, that's mm -hmm. been deconstructed, and the... Um, the cigar leaf has been dried, um, in a, in a toaster oven for like, I don't know, eight hours. And then it's been infused with resin and, and uh, gold flake. So how did you figure out to use this particular substance for a watch? So we were primarily, everything was wood, right? Um, and then it came, we had some issues with wood, obviously expands and contracts. So one of the things we, we worked on was stabilization. So any wood that goes into uh, our watches is stabilized, meaning it's been basically infused with resin um, to make it super hard and super durable. That's part of the process. And as we were kind of going down that path, um, the woodworking community is just amazing and super helpful. And we stumbled upon a guy in Mississauga called uh, Jeff, Jeff Mack. He runs like a woodworking shop. They do tables kind of like this. 
Um, and he was the one, in addition to one of Justin's cousins, that was like, hey, like, have you guys ever seen like a, a wood and resin table? You should do a watch like that. Got it. So that's how we started doing like hybrids. And then it evolved into exotic materials. Like we've done that, pencil crayons, carbon fiber, shredded money. That one's actually shredded. Uh, yeah, I saw the shredded, shredded money one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw the one on your website. Yeah, that's yeah. the shredded money one? Yeah. Great. This is what we should do all to this bullshit. <laughs> shred all the money. I like this. This one's yeah. my favorite one for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that is super cool. So that's actually shredded shredded usd no way yeah, yeah. It's not, no yeah, way so we buy it from someone um it's basically from the reserve they when they take it out of circulation yeah yeah i think i've yeah, seen yeah, that yeah, before yeah, yeah. yeah very We're cool not cutting it up or and something. okay yeah. and, and and the skeletonized <laughs> part of it is that you can see through the watch mechanism correct and that's just something you like to get you as you said you lost in the moment you kind of just like looking at all because it's so cool that you see all the little intricate moving pieces of your watch exactly i think like that's sort of the to me that's the beauty of the movement is just to be able to see everything everything working right it's it's, it's it's a mechanical thing right so it's it's cool to see you know the mechanics doing their thing and so then you guys get together and then you decide how do you decide wait you knew each other from where since first? we were like five years old yeah from oh, elementary okay school. elementary school yeah. oh did somebody beat beat one another you know did you guys get into a fight over nah, something beat, or? i always joke like we used to play t-ball or baseball and then like he threw a pop fly caught it like basically dislocated my thumb Oh, no way. Yeah. Okay. It was just, it was just a bruise. It wasn't, it was nothing. Got it. Yeah. And uh, so you grew up in Mississauga. Yeah. You both went, you went to Laurier. Correct. You, and then, so you had no plans of getting into this. No. And then you were working construction to pay off student debt. Correct. Yeah. That's a great, Nick and I both worked construction. Our father had a construction company. So, uh, Working construction is crazy. Like I, I can only. What what type of work were you doing? Uh, easy construction. I just did insulation. Oh, dude, that's exactly what we did. Oh, okay. Holy <laughs> smokes! You know how much asbestos I have in my lungs right now? Yeah, well, that's that's yeah. sort of why. Like, it wasn't. It was the money was good, but like the long term outlook in terms of your long term health is is not so good. At one point, our father had a job. I don't know where this was. I feel like in Cambridge or something, way out somewhere at the time. Way out. Not that that's far now. And we had to put insulation on the the ceiling of an underground garage. Mm -hmm. And it was a huge underground, like multiple levels. Right. And we put it in for days and little bits of insulation were just falling. Yeah. He gave us no masks. Like, yeah. I don't think anyone cared <laughs> back then. And for that like three funny. days at home, I could barely breathe. I was like, oh, you know, you're like, I'm, yeah. you know, now I think someone rushed to the hospital with that kind of problem. Yeah, and I think course, it just took sure. me three days for my system to like clear whatever yeah. I was inhaling. Yeah. So I don't blame you for getting out of the construction yeah. business. For man. sure. But, uh, okay. So then you start playing around with this and the genesis of the business is what you telling him, Hey, I think we're going to sell this because you put you, that one person said, I'll buy one. So we actually were going to, yeah. we wanted to do something together at that point, And we were actually going to do a coffee shop. And, yeah. um, because there's not a, now there is a couple, <laughs> um, but there has, there wasn't a good coffee shop that we thought was good, at least or espresso, um, shop between, uh, Oakville and poor credit. Probably yeah. Port Credit or not. No, Etobicoke, Etobicoke. And now there is? There's a couple, yeah. Oh, are there? Okay. There's Backroads in, okay. um, I don't know it. in Port okay. Credit. They're, they're new. They're a couple couple years old, but they're really good. Um, and I think that's pretty well. There's Kerr Street Cafe, which serves pretty good coffee. Yeah, everyone tells me about Kerr Street Cafe. Yeah. Okay, I've never been. Coffee is good. Okay. Um, but yeah, so at that point, you know, we were kind of doing the numbers and stuff. And Nibin's like, yo, like, I think we should try and do this watch thing and see how far we can take it. I think, you know, I think, I think like, you know, it has potential. Um, and then, you know, if it works out, then we can spin the coffee shop off of that, off of that after. Yeah. So like our vision was like, you know, that we had a little bit of momentum with the watches, so let's keep going. 
Um, obviously, it's like a global reach versus like geographical reach. And then our ultimate goal is like if we could build our coffee shop and have our wash shop in the same space and like you have a glass wall and like, you know, it's just kind of integrated. That's like our long term vision where we want to get to. Oh, that'd be per- that'd be so cool. I can totally see that for you guys, too. Anyone who likes espresso like you guys like <laughs> automatically automatically. I'm a, I'm a fan of it. So then. So tell me then more. So who makes the first purchase? Was it that person? That you- yeah, it was high school. Teacher. So again, like I was we were watching Justin send us updates. I was so just intrigued by the process. Um, so I was excited. So when I shared it, high school teachers like, Hey, can I get one? So we met with him, went to Iona, like, and all that, you know, negotiated a deal. I got an extra 50 bucks for Justin, right? Like <laughs> too, too kind. And, uh, that was the first one we put it out. Uh, I think I bought the second one, like my brother and my dad, like, you know, slowly our immediate circle and family. And then like we had our same friend that we kept meeting up for was like, Hey, like you guys should just try and just raise, like do like, get like as many sales as you can and then backfill them, like get a pre-order. So we kind of had a goal for that. Um, so we did that. We got about 20 pre-orders. And how did you do that? Just through hustling yeah, around, just trying literally to... literally hustling, messaging people. Social media, yeah, putting yeah. pictures of them. A little bit, but primarily just personal network. Yeah, friends yeah. are super supportive yeah. in that. In yeah, that yeah awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And then once once we did that, um, we kind of did like a two-for-one deal. So back then, it's like, learn. we're obviously so new at this, right? Like, we'll figure things out, and then we'll replace your watch in a couple of years. So we actually ended up doing that. Um, we kind of you know followed through on our promise, and then that was kind of like... Like, you know, the catalyst to starting the business, which we did in May, or June 2017. And then it's just been an iteration over iteration from there. Like it's gone from that, which has no metal infrastructure. It's all kind of a craft watch. It's glued together. Uh, we introduced like a steel infrastructure. We invested in a CNC machine. Um, this was the second. Yeah, the second model. The second like iteration after that wood one that you have in front of you. Um, so it was a metal case back oh, wow. that solved a lot of the problems. Okay, got um, it. And so we had issues with the straps coming out with um, a bunch of different things and, and that kind of solved it. And then we had a little bit of issues with that. Like that one is essentially seven, seven pieces, mm-hmm. seven pieces. And we wanted to get it down. Our, our, our ethos was more, more pieces, more problems. So yeah. we wanted to minimize the amount of pieces that, that go into the, the construction of the watch. And so now all of those ones are only three pieces. There's a there's two pieces. It's a twist on back, and there's an O-ring that seals it up at the back. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I can see because this is this one's still what primarily wood around it. It's wood and and resin at the top. Yeah, right? resin at yeah. the top. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I, I didn't make the connection when you guys commented on the tables because this table has some resin in it yeah, right there. Correct. Yeah. I didn't make the exactly. connection. That's exactly what you guys are doing. Exactly. Um, so you're pouring the resin. So you're making the mold and pouring the resin yep. into this stuff. Um, I'm just holding this stuff up like this. What, the, what, what is the band? This is a leather band. It's a leather band. Actually, so initially all that leather is uh, reclaimed leather that we got from Ideal. It's ideal sofas and mattresses in, in uh, Mississauga. That's so cool. Um, so yeah, we, we started. Cons- I thought you were going to say reclaimed from like, you know, some Amazon reclaimed from this mattress place in Mississauga. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. And, uh, and then the back of this, sorry, Nick, I forgot to wheel in the chair there. And, and the back of this is, uh, the, a is there a battery that's going in here? Nope. No, it's all it's automatic. All automatic. All it's automatic. just the, the way the, the automatics work is is uh, it has a pendulum at the back that charges the mainspring, and as the spring unwinds, that's what powers the watch. That These watches, as you hold them up, they're almost just like pieces of art. I, I guess you hear that? Thank you. Yeah. Because yeah. when you see the back of it with the clasp open like that, it's almost like it doesn't do it full justice when it's on your wrist. Like you want to sure. take it off and show people. For do you sure. get that feedback that people are taking it off and saying, hey, check this thing out? 
I think people. I think people will say like they will stop and ask where it's from. Oh, I'm not yeah? sure about yeah, how much yeah. to take it off. But yeah. I think once we actually like, invested in the the back infrastructure, we were more fascinated by the back for a yeah. period of time than the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could I sure. could totally see that because it kind of <laughs> it kind of catches. Especially you. the newer ones, like the the third generation. Yeah, and all the all the newer ones the, with the twist on, those are all made in actually Toronto, um, yeah. locally. Whereas that old backing was we got it designed here by um, an engineering student and then uh, we got it produced in China but now once the coronavirus thing hit we were having supply issues so we Nibin uh, thought it would be a good idea to try and source locally and only one machine shop came in at like a reasonable price all everybody else was like 10x the cost of China um, so we ended up going with that machine oh shop. awesome okay yeah. so you got somebody local Nick, yeah. this one is shredded US dollars with oh, resin. That's, is it? that's for you for sure. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, what did, yeah, sorry. What did you say? Yeah, I said oh. that's for you for sure. Yeah, I, wa- I wanted to turn up the mic, so I got that. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one I like. Yeah, it, actually, to be fair, I like some of these other ones, but that one just has a special place in my heart that they're shredded U.S. dollars. Yeah, we <laughs> haven't done a Canadian one yet. Is it real U.S. Sure. dollars? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. against the law, guys. No, no they got it from the Federal Reserve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, those in the little bag. We're not cutting them Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fine if you were, just for the record. Actually, maybe that makes it even better if you cut up legit. No. Then it makes it like an illegal. Yeah, people <laughs> ask. We kind of shy away from that. Right? Send okay. it to us. So you get, so you get these pre-orders coming yeah. in, and then you decide. Okay, you'll fulfill the pre-orders. How mm-hmm. long does it take you to fulfill all those pre-orders that you got? It was a couple months, I think. Yeah, yeah. at least it was a good, like probably the summer of 2017, going into the fall. Uh, okay, there was, there was a lot of trial and error in that process. Sometimes it would take me like. It still takes me sometimes a couple tries to make a watch. Then it took me like up to four or five tries to make like a single watch. Because like if I'm turning it on the lathe and I'm not getting the the tolerances correct to fit the movement and to fit the glass, then I got to restart. It's yeah. it, it, it really you. This is a, you are a true artist with this. I'm sure you hear that all the time. Thank you. Uh, no, well, I, yeah, we do, <laughs> yeah. we do, we do hear yeah. it. Like yeah, yeah. Like look at the, Nick. Look at the resin on that side of that. Watch. Yeah, no, no, like they're very cool. It, yeah. It's, it's yeah. beautiful. Okay, so you get that. You're cursing because you're screwing up these watches. You have to start from scratch. Yep. You're basically making no money doing this at this point because yeah. all the time and effort to do this, you're just not charging enough for what you're doing. But you're building something. Right. And then after the pre-orders, what happens next? Is that when you guys decide, okay, let's try to like make, a, is that when you incorporated Maker Watch Company? That yeah, it was, kind of it was around the same time, like it was kind of in parallel. And then uh, basically once the whole pre-order thing happened, we started being more active on Instagram and slowly organically grew. At that time, like I was in the middle of looking for work. So I took like a six month like IT project management contract, which I thought would be six months, ended up being two and a half years. Um, so Justin was like, you know, figuring out a lot of the product over the last That's two and a half years. One. And then I was basically working full time in the evenings and weekends, like you know, doing whatever I had to do to help out, um, which also provided the capital. Like we have no investments, right? So, you know, put in money, he put in time, we worked together and kind of grew. And then it came to October, 2019, six months before that. So two, two years ago in March. Um, and all this time, like we were growing consistently organically, right? So we started to get like our first international sale, um, you know, kind of just kind of. How cool was that? Yeah, it definitely. Pretty, it's it was, pretty cool yeah. to see sometimes where they go, and it's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, and I think that's like the biggest thing that we're about. It's like about it's about the people, right? It's like we, you know, that's just a byproduct of what we do, but it's really about building those connections with amazing people that we're fortunate enough to know now. Um, so it's all really been organic, and then as things have grown, you know, prices gone up. We've obviously invested in the infrastructure. The product has increased. 
Um, and then for me personally, it came to a point like two years ago, I was like, if we're, you know, if I want to take this seriously and like help get this to the next level, like I need to be fully committed. And like our peers are also entrepreneurs in the area and they're like, well, you know, the reason you guys aren't growing is like you're both not heads in it, right? Like he's in it all day a night trying to figure it out and like you're putting in time but like money's only going to get you so far right or you she's like you're putting in money but time's only, like that you have to put in the time who um, gave you that advice um it was one of our friends uh, two of them actually so jeff was one of them who does the tables and then justin butler he owns uh, an ice cream shop in port credit called eva's chimneys i'd be like specifically remember him saying that right and he was just like very straightforward he's like if you want this you got to go for it yeah, that's um, good advice. Yeah. And, you know, just close friends that do business, right? Like, you just don't realize the potential until you're fully in it. But then you walking away from that particular job, how did that feel? Do you have a lot of responsibilities right now? Are you li- living at home? Are you yeah, living on your own? Married? Family? So, I'm getting married this summer. Awesome. Um, so, it was actually my third time stepping away from corporate. I thought you were going to say, it's the third time getting married. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, you look yeah. young, yeah. man. This is actually like, my third, yeah. no, third no, time no. I'm going to try the marriage thing. So, yeah, no, I, I worked corporate for the last like eight years, supply chain, project management. Um, so, I left. I was living in the States. So, I, was, I went from Windsor to Chicago to New York, left New York and wanted to come home. Um, at the time, we started like a nonprofit back in 2011. We do like, um, we were donating soccer equipment to kids across the world. You two both? No, not me, oh, just this me, was, and, okay. me and another partner. Okay. Um, so, that was like the first time I quit. I wanted to come back and work on that so I did in six months I realized hey man like I like to like figure out how to make money versus like if you can make an income you can do more for people um so we actually at that time started a local uh, business in KW so we do uh, soccer kids uh, soccer um, trainings so we have an academy out in KW um soccer camps and all that so that was like my first like real business that's still running today my partner that's like his primary source of income so that was like the first time leaving then I went back to work for Rogers doing procurement for a couple years ended up just hating it not anything with the people I just didn't enjoy the work um so took some time off and in between that that's when you know Justin started to pick things up so right around the time we started the company is when I got that contract so then I just did it for two and a half years and got to a point where I was like, all right, you know, it's time to go all in. So it, you know, about six months of planning, saving. Um, and yeah, I know I remember our accountant was like, you know, when you make this decision, like I, know I was dating someone, she's, we're now getting married, but he specifically said like, she didn't sign up for this. Right. So you gotta, you gotta do. <laughs> Why is it that both. accountants? Yeah. Always, <laughs> Cause they're accountants, you don't, man. Yeah. That's what they do. You don't know our story. When I went to, when I went yeah. to quit, our accountant told with my wife in the room saying, not many people make as much money as you're making like from a corporate corporate job i just strongly recommend against this right and i remember thinking dude do not say this in yeah. front of my wife it's yeah, taken yeah, me yeah. like two years to get her to no. and actually i shouldn't say that carol was all on board for me from the beginning i was just worried that she might change her mind or something like that yeah. so but if he was actually supportive he just says we need a plan so like you know in one year you should be at these points um so we kind of developed a plan i stuck for another six months just to like build up the bank a bit um so finally, I made that leap in October 2019. We had like our first Black Friday, we kind of started to dive more into e-commerce. And then like we had our best month, like in terms of sales, like coming off our first Black Friday sale. And then basically December, the pandemic started hitting us in December because we were sourcing from China, right? Oh, our materials. Got it. So yeah. even though it only hit here in March, we started to feel the effects late December. We actually couldn't get um, the infrastructure in. So for five months as a watch company, we didn't make a single watch. So we had no choice but to pivot. So this third, like the one, I think the one that you're holding has like our newest uh, backing. Our plan was to only release that end of 2020. We thought it would be about an eight month effort and we figured it out in about six weeks. Um, so really just catapulted the product forward. We you know, moved sourcing to someone here locally in Toronto. 
um, and then started making watches again in April, like right during the pandemic. So it's been a wild, especially like last year. Um, and everything's just been organic and we've just been honestly figuring it out. Like we, Yeah, I never thought about that. I yeah. wondered, so did you notice a sales hit when the pandemic broke out where people just froze from spending anything? A little bit, mainly because we didn't have supply at the same time. So okay, we had a lot yeah, of demand. You were, yeah. cl- you were a classic entrepreneurial yeah. problem. Like we got to solve this shit. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But once once we did have supply in May, like right during like you know the heat of the pandemic, like we also saw like a pop off. Like people were home, they were spending money, so like May was really good for us. Um, and then going into the summer, everybody was, was getting uh, their SERB checks. Exactly. Hey, I got my SERB yeah, check. Exactly. I get one of these. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah so, that's government yeah. money going to good use, right? They're supporting <laughs> a young business. I like that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Okay. And then you hit then this Black Friday. How was this past fall? You don't have to give us all your secrets. Just no, in general, no, like, so, did, was it was it okay? So, no, no, it was, it was horrible, rough. Yeah. We had like <laughs> such high expectations from last Black Friday. How much product we had we had actually pre-made this time. Last Black Friday, we didn't have that much stuff pre-made. We were still mostly building our business off like a customs only model, so build as we go basically. Um, and this Black Friday, we had stocked of like almost 70 watches that we, we pre-made um, in the last like couple months to have ready for Black Friday. And then we did like half the sales of yeah, what we did in the first, our very first Black Friday. And we we're like, oh shit. And then, we're, and then we had a couple other things going on, like a big collaboration. And we were like, oh, that'll, 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 <laughs> that'll, that'll net us some sales. And then nah, not, not even a single sale from that one. Um, so the, the winter fall winter was pretty rough. So how, yeah. how what, what changed, yeah. like from, from the previous year to this year, what do you think? I mean, I know what changed in the world and stuff like that, but you guys were doing all the same stuff on Instagram and that type of stuff, or you just feel like there just wasn't as much traction, not as much visibility, busier world. I think we wanted to get product in the store. So I think looking back, what happened was we were going so custom and that's very time consuming. Um, so when we did see some success in like, the ready-made stuff, we're like, let's double down on that and let's go for volume. But in that, we probably made less creative things. It was more standard and, you know, it just didn't resonate with as many people. And that was like, you know, like that was straight up me saying like, let's do this. Right. And I know how he felt in that moment was just more like, I want to make more creative things and more things that are unique. And in hindsight, like, yeah, like, I think we've realized that. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, this is the second half of the year. People are more conservative with their money. Um, and realistically, when are you going to wear a watch during a pandemic? Like you're not going to a wedding. You're not going to work. There's no real need to make that purchase. I never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know what watch home. sales have done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'd be yeah. curious. Yeah, 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 at least less design. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to go. At, usually it's when you leave the house. It goes to the more home. formal clothing thing. Like, right. you know, like, like I know a lot of the more formal clothing stuff is just obviously just disappeared yeah. versus mm-hmm. the more casual wear yeah. and this type of thing is more skews towards that formal side of stuff right yeah, right so yeah, but, I mean, the nice thing is it goes both ways. This, this like, stuff goes both ways. Yeah, but, but but people people aren't even going out for dinner. Like you no, you right, wear yeah, that on a yeah. Saturday night, you go out for exactly, dinner someplace, yeah, you go downtown or what you know, and but you're not even doing that. Yeah, like you're going into your basement. No one's yeah. like, I need a new watch exactly. to go watch the hockey game. Right. Right. <laughs> so no th- yeah. So this is like what we like had in theory, and then in the summertime, you know, I was like, well, where are people spending money? They're spending money in their homes. They're renovating. Mm-hmm. They're doing stuff. Um, so uh, as being a watch company, like we had the clocks. initial like, clocks, right? So we, you know, it took us a little bit, but we put out the first concept in December, um, you know, got like maybe like 18 pre-orders for that, which was good. Like it's well-received. It started opening up to, you know, people that normally wouldn't buy a watch. So it's a good addition. Um, but what we, what happened when we were telling Tom a little earlier is like, 
you know, going Christmas into January, it was like one of our lowest. We were just like, ah, what are we going to do? Right. Like, this is like, are we DOA yeah. here? Like, I hear you. We yeah. hear you, man. I know. Yeah, yeah, that like, sucks. Yeah. We've been there. Yeah. Like, yeah. I might have been there three weeks ago. <laughs> no. Yeah. When I just, just so you guys know, yeah. when I quit my job in May, in June, we lost nine deals in a row. Yeah, it was like our longest period of time without any sales at all since we had started. Yeah, and I had two kids already, mortgage, you know, wife at home. Mm -hmm. And I think it was you that was maybe more concerned than me even. But we had that talk across the, the roof of the car, remember? We were leaving the Keller Williams I, office I there. I have no oh, so recollection at all. Oh, so it stuck with me then. And I think Nick said, like, you know, you realize if we don't make some sales soon, like, we, we're not going to survive. Yeah. And I remember driving home that night, like, okay, like, this is getting pretty serious. Like, we need to make some money here. Like, you can want to serve people and make the most beautiful watches and stuff, but ultimately, shit, like, we need some money. Yeah, for sure. and we have this conversation all the time. Yeah. Like we obviously gain our independence, and then personally, I'm like, I'm getting married in July. Like we're trying to move out, rent a place, like downtown. Like like money needs to come in so that we could like live our lives. And um, what ended up happening this year? Um, so early January, like uh, one of our repeat clients ordered a watch with um, he wanted his daughter's names on the face, like but like embedded. So we actually like laser cut the names. Justin embedded them. And, you know, he threw the video on Instagram and it was a good video. And I was just like, okay, like how if we just, it did pretty well. And then I was like, how if we just change a couple of things and put it on TikTok, just make it shorter, like do it for TikTok, optimize it for TikTok. Do a voiceover yeah. explaining like the story of behind the watch. Yeah. So we did all that. And then, you know, I was like, oh, this is the one, right? And then, you know, we posted on Tuesday, nothing, Wednesday, nothing. Thursday has like 500 views. And I'm like, oh, whatever, right? And every time you feel like good, it's whatever. Friday morning, I wake up and like, I was like, all these Shopify ping messages were coming in and like I'm looking at our quote request forms and it's like source and I don't even have TikTok as a source. It's other, it's like TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. So I'm like looking at emails. I open the app and then like the video, you know, the night before is at 500. It's at 67,000 or 87,000 views and we're like, oh shit. So like I tell Justin. I think and, he said, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. And, but like it, we've had videos hit like 100,000, 150K, but we don't really see business translate through that. Um, what I ended up doing is like, the video rallied up to like 2.2 million views. And so we went from like, you know, about a thousand followers on TikTok to about 55K now in about four weeks. And that translated into business. So, so we saw the traffic hit Shopify. We saw the email list go up like 500. We got closed custom sales, right? So we did, we did like, we had our best month in January of all time. And, you know, our thesis was like, oh, people aren't buying watches. And it was really just like, we just need new eyes. We just need new people to see it. Mm-hmm. And then almost that, like a limiting belief. Correct. Correct. So then once like, you know, that creativity was out, it was very clear in terms of the demographic. It was primarily a male 35 to 45 entrepreneurial father. Right. I want my kids or I want my father or someone that passed away. We had a lot of requests for ashes or there's some. Or oh, teeth. Can, you, can, you put, yeah. I, can you put wow. my kids teeth <laughs> in the watch or somebody? Is a, the yeah. ashes one, I almost kind of yeah. get yeah. the teeth one. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. So that gave us like, you know, obviously like a second win when we needed it. And like it's it, we're not in the clear like we still like, sure, uh, you know, yeah, have yeah. a lot to do. But it was just like, OK, like it is truly possible and just keep working at it. And here we are. Like put a little yeah. bit more wind behind the sails. You know, yeah. you need that every once in a while. Just yeah. someone to tell you you're OK and we like your stuff. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, know, yeah. you really just need yeah. that because you get into that negative cycle. As an, and, and, and one of our mentors, mentors told us once in business that being an entrepreneur and a business owner, it's the loneliest position in the world. 
because even though luckily you guys have each other, mm-hmm. but a lot of your friends, you mentioned you actually have some friends who are entrepreneurs, but that's actually a, po- a really mm-hmm. good positive. But most of your other friends don't know your struggle. They'll think you're in business for yourself and that you're just killing it, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't know the pain and the struggle. Like when, 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 when Justin, I'm hearing you say that, like you had to go through five or six watches to make that watch. Like we feel that pain, <laughs> yeah. you know, like that's the kind of suffering that nobody gets to endure other than an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So uh, good for you guys sticking with it. And, and just something that, Nick, we share sometimes that um, not everybody knows that the year's three to five for us. We were very much still, I don't know if struggle is the right word, because it, like, it was struggling, I guess. No, but there wasn't like, it, the company wasn't spitting out excess profit. Yeah. Like, it, like it was. We like could we were survive. paying ourselves yeah. and, and there was money there and there was like a little bit of a, some savings in the company started to grow, but it wasn't like... When we say was, some savings, like 50 bucks. Yeah, like it, it just, it wasn't like every yeah. month, you know, you're just trying to figure out how to make it work. But we kept, because no different than what you guys have to do. Now we didn't have inventory, but we had to, we reinvested into marketing. So our marketing spend was substantially higher because there was, there weren't like these free avenues. Like social was around, Facebook was, but it just hadn't grown into what it was. And mm-hmm. the ad platform wasn't there yet. So we were doing Google and then we we're doing a lot of offline ads. So we were reinvesting into customer acquisition that way right. versus having to reinvest into into product and things like that. And it wasn't, there wasn't a, a, a large, like there wasn't money flying around. It was just reinvestment to the company, reinvestment to the company for longer than we would have thought that it, it took there. Mm-hmm. But then eventually you kind of cross that bridge and then it you get the, the thing kind of, changes like the infrastructure is built you've poured the foundation you've built a solid kind of framing and then everything else from there you just kind of got to tweak stuff and you got to keep adding on little features and stuff like that but then if th- it, things can roll a little bit and then for us it was like you know the, there was more kind of retained profit that we were able to keep. and something i was explaining earlier before we started recording to nibbin and justin here that some of the best marketing advice that we ever got was to make your business about something bigger mm-hmm. than what it is you're actually doing because sometimes people will get bored of the product that you're selling or the service that you sell so if you make your if you get the message of your business out there that really has a lot of value from a marketing angle because it gives you a lot of other new things to talk about. Mm. Well, that's why when I went to your site, like which that's what I was just looking at right now, and I, li- I liked at the, at the beginning, it says, we make timepieces that tell your story. Mm-hmm. So right away, and, and then when you guys were talking about custom, and I'm like, yeah, because then you're not competing against the 14 or 40 other brands at the Bay when you walk, you know, you got to walk through right. to get into a shopping mall. You got to sometimes walk through these department stores and you're walking through the watch department and they're just all sitting there. Right. You guys aren't that you like you're just it's it's substan- it's it's me. It's meaningful. So it and just changes the whole positioning of what you do. Right. Have you I, I'm curious, have you had any unique stories like that where someone wanted their ashes um, in the watch that you've actually done? And how did you feel about taking someone's ashes? We haven't we haven't done the okay. ashes one yet. Yeah, we've gotten the request a yeah. couple of times up to someone saying, "Hey, what's your address?" That's got to feel freaky if yeah. someone's like, "So you get these ashes?" Yeah. and then you're just like, "Okay, I guess. Yeah. yeah." Like, and I get I, it's just ashes to you, but it just there's I don't know something to yeah. it. I guess I don't For know. Sure. When we, you yeah, when you get those unique stories, because it sounds like you have some. Mm-hmm. When you're shipping internationally, is someone telling you a story of why they're buying the watch? Always, always. Okay, yeah. And and then are you recording that story or getting them to send you a video of that story? And do you share those stories? yeah definitely. that's what you're doing definitely, smart definitely. okay so you guys got a lot figured that's out. sort of like and that to me like even more recently because we've got such an influx of people just like wanting their stories essentially is like you know our, our you know our tagline or whatever is is where your story which is like you know it, it resonates and it makes much more sense even to me now um with this influx of people just saying like 
you know, this is my story and this is what I'm wearing. Such a powerful mark because when hearing that, if you get everybody to share your story and if they, with their permission that they can share that. Oh yeah. That's the best marketing goal. Well, Tom's have. a gold, like a gold for a long time been a gold guy, gold and Bitcoin mm. that type of stuff. Right. And they've been talked about Bitcoin a little bit already. All right. And before, I don't know if we so, were recording. Well, if you're, they're around you, they have no choice but to talk about Bitcoin, whether they want to or not. But they, um, so, but you were going to order like a medallion you know, around yeah. the chain, just for kind of fun, mm-hmm. but it was going to be like personalized about different like my fam- family symbols. Right. Yeah. Oh, he was yeah, going to yeah, make it was, his fist because no, so he's got a big fist. Medallion. With my fist coming out. Cause our father, I don't know if we'll, I want to tell everyone, like our father didn't hit us. I want to say that, but, no, like but he poked, constr- he poked he would, us with two steel fingers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they hurt like yeah. hell. Cause he would be like, he would do something wrong and he'd be like, come here. And as a kid, you, you'd go like your right. father's telling you to come here. So you'd go. And then he'd poke and he'd at twist him. at the same time as the, the, the things made impact with our head. And it hurt like hell, yeah. man. So he didn't beat us. Like yeah. we were very lucky. Both our parents loved us. We didn't, you know, <laughs> he like, didn't beat us. So, <laughs> but it hurt. But hey, I needed that. But then I got older. I remember as I got, grew up a little bit, he would be like, come here. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I learned my lesson. And then his eyes changed. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Why did I say no? Now I have to go and it's going to be like twice as bad. Like I, I'm like, what do I do now? Do I just run away? Or now we just joke around with them when we yeah. show our fist back to our father it all in good humor yeah, right yeah, like yeah. out of love yeah, and of I, it's became this like thing that i wanted on that on a gold medallion that i was gonna wear around my neck but right as i was putting the order in for that gold medallion because i was gonna make a story like your watches right um you know i've kind of got the bitcoin bug and didn't proceed with the medallion but i have a deposit do you guys know do you guys know kalani jewelry in mm. toronto uh i've feel like I've seen ads for it before. Yeah, Cologne, they do a lot of On jewelry. Instagram, they might have seen I think it. they yeah. did Drake's first OVO um, necklace with his OVO symbol there. Yeah, because yeah. Um, I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to say that. Because when we, we took a picture of it, we weren't even supposed to take the picture of it or whatever. But anyway, they do a lot of celebrity. <laughs> Good they job. Do, yeah, I know. They do a lot of celebrity. <laughs> for the of, record, don't tell Tom secrets. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know Altador was there. Van Vliet was there getting stuff. Yeah. Basically, all the celebrities in Toronto yeah, right. um, kind of go through there, and they have a pretty big following. I feel like there's some weird kind of connection there somewhere between between you guys. But uh, so what do you think is uh, – how does this evolve for you guys now? You're going to do more TikTok stuff and then build, I think um, – Nick, I was explaining the value of building an email database. And I know after talking about how cool TikTok is, email databases can sound really like low on the priority. But I'm interested. Would you have the same advice for them? Because I was telling them our biggest asset is the email database. Uh, still, because you control it, right? It's, it's, it's your own database that you can right. do what you want with. It, it's just, even the messaging changes because there's so many different things. There's certain things you can't. Well, look, this week. Right, Dr. Zeus now all of a sudden is like you can't talk about Dr. Zeus on a lot of platforms or, or that type of stuff. So th- there's just the limitations change, whereas when you're communicating with people directly, you just are able to to have the conversation that you want to have. And I don't know how, how like controversial be- watches might be, but it's, there's a, just a difference between owned media mm-hmm. and media that you just partake in that really someone else owns, right? Right, right. Yeah, I'm trying to think what would be the offer for them to collect email addresses. Anything come to mind for you? Like what? What could they offer to get an email address? How do you how do you build like that? Currently, we, we do like a bi-weekly auction, right? So that's one of them via email, one of them is on Instagram. So like the incentive of getting on the email list is you'll get notified of those, and one of them is exclusively on email. Uh, and how are you finding that? Are you getting email addresses from that? A little bit, yeah, yeah, a little okay. bit. Mostly when we have new eyes, like new content that comes out, and then they start hitting the website, like then you know we hit the pop up, and then that's how they sign up. We saw the most influx like when that video went. Um, but I think like definitely, I read a book, I forget the name right now, but the whole book was basically about the value of the email list. 
Um, yeah, so we started shifting focus about a couple months ago towards awesome. that. Awesome. Okay. And then something else we can tell you is that about 80% of your revenue from that email list mm-hmm. will come from follow-up. So only about 20% of people who jump at you guys for whatever it is you're offering mm-hmm. will actually do business with you in some short period of time. 80% of people, and we've measured this based in our, on business. our Based on our business. Yeah, like right. we're not making, no, this is what from what we were seeing, are going to come from follow-up, sometimes years of follow-up. Right. So I don't know... Um, How's your weekly communication on your email list right now? Is it no? It's not. We probably met most twice a month, and it's probably more targeted. Like here, here's the event. Right? Yeah. Oh, got it. Thing. So you might be sitting yeah. on an opportunity to introduce um, some of your higher messaging and a weekly Correct. communication, mm-hmm. and there's going to be immediate business in that list for you, like right now, mm-hmm. because you've never done that yet. Right. There's going to be kind of a low hanging fruit available to you. Tom right likes now. giving unsolicited advice. No, no, I'm so. just, I, I just, <laughs> this is, no, they know what they're doing. We don't have anything on TikTok. Can you imagine being you on TikTok? <laughs> Where are these old guys get on TikTok? Um, what about, um, what is the higher message of your business? You guys were talking about that, that you said you talk about that sometimes. Is that sharing the stories? You know how we were talking before we started recording mm-hmm. about like having a, a different message of your business? One of you kind of nodded. Was there something you guys talk yeah. about that's a different I, part of your business? I think it's like, we you know, we obviously have like deep conversations like between me and him. Um, and I think it's just like about connecting the people, like connecting with people and treating them as like a friend. Like you, when you join the Maker family, you're part of our family. So one of the things you guys mentioned in your podcast, I forget which episode, pretty recently I think was like, no matter what happens here, if someone makes a mistake, just do the right thing right? Pay for it, figure it out. And like, we operate on the same thing. We're not perfect. Like the product is not perfect, but we're in pursuit of that perfection. So as long as we're honest with people, right. And we do the right thing every time, like that's how we want to be remembered. And that's how we want to build the company and build a brand and, and like actually build that trust with our community. Right. At the end of the day, it's a watch, it's a wall clock, it's a leather strap. Right. But it's like that relationship Like we got invited to some of our clients weddings. We've never even met them. Right. So it's like, that's the stuff that we want to continue to build. Um, and just be like genuine good people and make products that yes represent their stories and that they can get excited about wearing as they go about their day Yeah, so so well said So if you just take some of that what you just said and put that into your email and share what you just said there about mm-hmm. what you guys are all about communicate that stuff regularly It'll be I really believe some strong value to your business and you customers and you revenue that you didn't know was just sitting out there ready to give you guys some business. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't mean to be giving unsolicited advice. I'm just trying to be helpful. My whole, Nick's li- my a whole, my hey, whole life. You can't take a picture of the watch unless you buy the watch, man. You, Nick, is just so everyone's listening. Nick has one of their watches on his wrist. He's taking a picture. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the way things work. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. then I can show the picture to my wife and then she, deci- she decides if yeah. I need yeah. something yeah. like that yeah. or not. Yeah. Don't worry, you're laughing. You're not married yet. That yeah. happened. That'll happen to you. Oh, yeah. like if, yeah. For the next six months, you're going to be like, I'm in charge of this relationship. And then all that just disappears. For years when I was younger, people would say, you know, hey, you know, happy wife, happy life. And I'm like, what do these guys know? These guys don't know anything. Like, my happy wife, happy life. I'm going to control my own damn life. These old guys don't know anything. Yeah, right, man. That's the smartest advice anyone ever gave me. (laughs) I'd love to say, I'd love to talk a big game and talk differently, but that's not the case. Two summers ago when I was going through Italy, every stop we went to, an older guy would pull me aside and say, hey, happy wife, happy life. Like, uh, repeatedly. I'm like, is there something? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, there's some message I need to be hearing right now. But uh, they're they're, they're nice. I like it. Like it, it, something as little as this little metal clasp here, mm-hmm. so much nicer than what you typically would get. Yeah, normal, yeah, normal yeah normal that's, that's 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 sweet. I, I like that just that little thing. Yeah, and so see, Tom, I can appreciate the art. You just want no. the business side. I appreciate the art. That's the <laughs> no, difference. I, I've Tom been looking at this stuff longer than you. You just got here. 
I respected their time. I was here on at the beginning, <laughs> respecting the time. Someone's hey, look, someone's got to run our business. Okay? Yeah, it's actually like if you look at the sides, it's kind of business art. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were, yeah. You, you not everyone can see Justin, but Justin has more head on his more head, more, <laughs> more head. hair on his head than we could ever. Oh yeah, I saw then. Justin the first time. Like, whoa, look yeah, how much hair he's actually pissed off. We actually call him Mowgli on. So people people actually address him as Mowgli on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I can only dream. That's cool. You fit the part, the look, the the artistic look. You fit it. It's yeah. perfect. Thank you, uh, Justin. <laughs> your story. Are you uh, married or so you're you kind of free right now? Yeah, mostly yeah. free. Still at home. Yeah, uh, that's actually the basement where uh, where we work and where the studio is is essentially where I've done all my tinkering my entire life. Like I used to make my mom's Christmas gifts when I was little. That just anything. Um, so it's sort of the same dynamic now except it's almost the whole basement so where does that come from with you is that just in your family is no one's trained you on this stuff my grandpa's always been making things like when i was little skateboarding and stuff he'd always make like he made me like this little half pipe and like so he's always been using tools and tools have always been around me and i've always been somebody to touch the fire and get burned and find out (laughs) that oh this is luckily no major issues with power tools but i've done stupid shit like plugged a <laughs> wired um a wire to a, a plug plugged it in and then touched it to a little light bulb to see what would happen and then the light bulb just explodes so i've done like really stupid stuff there's because there's been so much resources around me to experiment um but yeah just curiosity and and um yeah See that you've done stupid stuff out of curiosity. I've done stupid stuff just out of being stupid. <laughs> we tried. To I was telling them before that I'm more the geek and you're more the person oh, full of we, testosterone we were trying, who's going to run down the road and <laughs> smash into his head into a wall or something. At uh, one of our neighbors' houses, I think it was Jay, Jay's house. One time we were trying to. This was around Christmas or after Christmas. He couldn't unscrew the big spotlight out of the thing, and I'm like, "Well, just like just." Like we'll just take cut the like cut the wire, not thinking that the thing's plugged in. Right. So we get the I don't know why this thing needs to be rid of, get gotten rid of or whatever. So I went and got a hacksaw and I start sawing the wire. <laughs> oh, it's shit. plugged in. It's on. It's at night. How old yeah. are you? Uh, uh, older than I care to <laughs> <laughs> so, hopefully, you're, hopefully you're under 10 right now. No, no, I'm probably like 13 or something. And, um, and yeah, of course, sparks, the flipping blade of the saw cracks off and goes flying. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, well, I want a moron. I can't believe I just did that thing, right? So yeah. anyway, so yeah, you're, you're um, I like the fact that you did things like that out of curiosity. I think it says something a lot more about you than it does what the things that I went through. Oh, no, well, I, I had some stupid moments too. Like I had a, <laughs> You know those metal skewers? Yeah, I was like, yeah. this looks like the perfect shape for the plug. And I no. so I wrapped it around my finger and I stuck it in the plug. Started, were you frozen for a little I bit? I started yeah. shaking a little bit and then I yanked it were out. Were you 13 too or no? No, yeah, so like you're younger. Pr- probably like six or seven. Yeah, yeah. see, that's the difference. I remember being I'm on, a slow learner. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being on construction job sites with our father and plugging, you know, some funky wiring that's going on just to oh get God, out. Yeah. And then just getting that fro- when you're getting electrocuted and you're kind of frozen. <laughs> yeah, you have that little... You know, like, when you're, like, you're getting electrocuted. <laughs> and you're, but it, thankfully, it's just like a light electrocution yeah. and you're trying to let go, but you're kind of slightly... T- for, you know yeah, when you just yeah. can't move your hand? Yeah. Has that has that not, a, not happening? Okay, so, <laughs> so Nibbin's the only smart, smart one here. One, yeah. But it, it, there's that moment where you you can't move your hand. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, you're like, like shit, there's like a vibe. There's a, there's a definitive vibration totally, or something coming through, and you have to force it. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, it's like yeah. a pulse that goes through your yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Sunday been when you go home today, this is yeah. something you've <laughs> never experienced. That I, I've been tasered once, not yeah. for a cop. <laughs> no, I see. I've never been tasered. That's like my closest well, thing. I'm why were you tasered? Can you talk about why yeah, you were tasered? Yeah, no, uh, a friend, a like, friend was you were the, the guinea pig. No, it was, uh, I was like what, 15 or 16, and my first drink with my cousins, and my cousin came from the states. He had a taser. I don't know why. And the, the, like, like the gun taser, the little one, the little one, the blue light. Yeah, yeah. So then he's just like, I just had my like sipping. He's like first drink, first tase, and he just hits me in the hip, and I just fall to the ground, drop the drink and i'm just like that was like my only the craziest thing like i i try to tell my wife some of this stuff i know everyone goes through things but she just doesn't understand it i'm like you don't understand what happens when you at at that age when you mix testosterone and (laughs) alcohol you just don't get it like there's it's this wonderful thing that happens and (laughs) you don't know where the night's gonna take you (laughs) and i just feel like guys specifically have to make it to the age of 24 25 26 to kind of graduate through that a little bit yeah then there's a good chance of your survival but before that the chances of making it to 25 definitely are are, one of the a few things I, I remember from my anthropology course at university was there's this tribe somewhere. I don't know where it was in the world, but no one's ever allowed to leave the tribe ever. You leave the tribe, you are banned from the tribe, except for males between the ages. And I think it was 18 to 24. <laughs> you just want like, them around. Oh my gosh. That's like fascinating. They know <laughs> that men just go crazy during that time. Yeah. And if you leave, it's okay. You're allowed yeah, back yeah. because you're just going insane. So, uh, that's cool. Crazy. So I, I feel like you guys are due for some celebrity moment that some celebrity. Yeah, have you put tried on that one. with the influencers? Like, have you taken that approach or no? A yeah. little bit. Yeah. yeah, we've reached out a bunch. Some actually we have. Um, so locally, we got a watch to, I guess, local celebrity, Nat Batia. So we did oh, like yeah. a Raptors edition watch. Yeah. Um, well, that guy's oh, everywhere. Though, right? yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, a couple years ago. In terms of... No, but I'm thinking bigger. I feel like Drake needs to wear one of these uh, in a yeah, video. Yeah. Can you imagine him just <laughs> dancing in a video with one of these watches on? Hopefully, uh, that's that's definitely... That's the dream. It's, like, it's, I understand yeah, that's the, the dream, dream, but yeah, it feels yeah. like this is up at the right alley, no? Well, it's, everything's well, custom. When I look at some of these colors... If you figure out the right custom, you know, just get in front of them. But yeah... Yeah. Wait a second. Why don't you guys make a watch for Drake, like an OVO watch? And so, do you know where their offices are in Toronto? Uh, we know where the building is. Well, I'm sure we could figure it out. You yeah, guys should make an OVO watch we and send it to him. It's because definitely been a, a thought and yeah, a, a, a talking point for us at many points in time. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I, this is unsolicited marketing no, no, advice no. that costs you money and time. <laughs> so like really weak no, advice. No, no. But can you imagine if they FedExed a watch to the OVO offices there? And one of the, because it's, it's Drake's buddies that all run that yeah, office. They're I wouldn't FedEx it. I would just wait there and go. And, you know. Yeah, but then it's going to be like stalkerish. If yeah. you FedEx it in, everybody opens their FedEx packages. So Drake's probably not going to be there all the time, but he has an office in there. And if he gets the package, somebody close to him does his FedEx packages. Sure, You're getting yeah. one step away from the gatekeeper to Drake to open that up there. Or you make Drake one and his buddies, all the October guys. Isn't there like three yeah. or four OVO guys? There's How does a, it work? There's definitely a handful I think for us, it's like, it's definitely like a top goal. There's certain Sorry. people. No, yeah, no, all, no, no, all the October guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny because we started this year kind of like, okay, this is year one because it took us the last three and a half years to even get, like figure out how to make it. Um, and we definitely want to work with people that, I think there's one thing when someone has like an influence versus um, like, or, or a big social presence versus a true like influence. It's unquestionable with Drake. Um, but we also want people to like truly be excited and invested in like in terms of like have an organic affinity to the product. That's, and, and, that's, yeah, longe- that's, that's longevity yeah. versus a flash in the pan, right? Right. right. You know, versus the one TikTok video versus people that are more sustained stream because they're they're going to be your your kind of fan club out there kind of promoting you guys. Yeah, they're yeah. your sales reps on the streets, yeah, yeah, right? For yeah. sure. And it's not like we haven't thought about like that OVO watch. It's just like, I think when we hit the right, okay, this is what it should look like and how it should feel. And we feel like very compelled to go make that and manufacture it. And then 
you know, we, we believe we can get it to anyone, right? It's a matter of like, have we thought about like the best thing for that person and what's yeah. going to resonate with them? The thing is, you said that the, your, from what you saw from that TikTok video, what was it 35 to 45 entrepreneurs or something like that? That was really the... Yeah, like around 30-ish. Yeah. yeah, so there's that, right? So there is, if with influencers, then you got to pick the influencers too. Influencers, so maybe Drake's right. Maybe he's not. You mm-hmm. know, maybe someone like a... Gary Vaynerchuk is the better the better person. We to, actually yeah. did get so, one to Gary. Yeah, oh, did you? So yeah, that, yeah. that happened, yeah. but it didn't. So it didn't. He back didn't. back to like what Nibin said. You can get. We can get it. We think we can get a watch to anybody. He was at like a wedding or something, and he mentioned it to somebody beside him that he was sitting at with, and he's like, "Oh, my friends like his yay." Yeah. yeah. So then, yeah, she like the, we did it because we did like a New York Jets theme, similar to nice. the Raptors oh, thing, yeah, but yeah. football um, leather for the strap and stuff yeah. like that. So like the reason why we did it is like we for sure know he'll see it. Yeah. Right. So we went all in on it. We got a confirmation back from her saying, "Hey, he got it. Really appreciate it. He'll hang it up in the office." We've been looking for like a year. We just kind of <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Yeah. How many packages do you really get? But then like when you really think about it, you look back like, okay, do you ever see him wearing a watch? Mm-hmm. on videos you don't yeah i don't right? yeah see i wouldn't even have thought of that yeah right? good point though yeah 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 so it's like yeah i think that you know the sky's the limit in terms of who we want to get it mm-hmm. to it's just a matter of like the right fit but like it more recently we've definitely you know are starting to build some of those you know connections so it's just yeah, a yeah of time. that's cool and i can see it is the, just a matter of time with this type of stuff mm-hmm. for sure yeah, and i could see even for us here at rockstar if someone um is really accomplishing a certain goal and you wanted a nice gift that explains part of that story. Know that knowing that you guys do custom work the way you do and you can incorporate some of the story of why you're giving the gift into the watch, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Then it really becomes something more than just a watch. And that's where your story messaging really resonates. If you had right? to guess, or maybe you guys know this, do you find it more people? Because that becomes, in some ways that becomes hard, in some ways it doesn't, but do you find more people are, are doing it for themselves? Because they want, like, they have this special meaning for something that they want or gifts, or is it like a 50 50 split? It's, it's kind of probably the 50 yeah. 50. Yeah. 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 yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing with custom, too, is like, because there's so many options, it also prevents you from sometimes making that decision or yeah, figuring out what you yeah. want. Um, so that's also like, you know, in that time where we decided to kind of focus more on stock, it was like the barrier is high, it's expensive, you don't know what you want to do. Um, but like, you know, these are things we're navigating. Actually, yesterday we released like a, a web app. So for the first time you can go on our website and actually design like a standard watch with that's resin cool. and wood to see what it's going to look see, like. Right? Yeah, that's very cool. Um, and then the people that really want custom will contact us and we'll go our email or like our zoom call and just, you know, talk to them. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Oh, I never thought about that. You guys will have a Zoom call with someone to discuss. Yeah, we do like one. a consult, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, so this is totally different. The amount of upfront work. You just shop low-end stuff, man. This is custom. I haven't had a watch on my hand. I, 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 I'm, I'm bad for that, too. I have a few watches I don't wear any of them. My I wife has bought what, me a couple, and I'm just like, I just... You know what? It's, well, it's, I think it's, it's working on the like laptop and like, stuff like that. Yeah, it doesn't, for sure. You know, yeah, but when I go out, again, on a... You know, and, and hasn't happened as much. But anytime it was like a wedding or someone's birthday where a bunch of us are going out on that type of stuff, then I'm, I'm almost always wearing a watch. Which is nice about these watches, the uniqueness of it. Yeah. That you're wearing something that is like kind well, that's of... Well, that's why I was taking a picture of that one when you were making fun of me. <laughs> so luckily I'm stronger than him, just for the record. <laughs> but uh, I'm but, older brother, so I can always beat up yeah. younger brother. So I was taking a picture because I'm like, hmm, how can I... Like, what would what would I want mine to be like or what what meaning could I put as part of mine if I got one? You know, so that's that's why I was taking a picture to kind of right. just yeah. try to visualize You're younger than me, but you're wearing like a cardigan right now. <laughs> Cardigans are only worn by people who are like a cardigan. It's, like it's, it's just it's a, a sweater. Oh, I thought it was like a cardigan. <laughs> I haven't seen some of that since like Pocock. Remember the cardigans in the uniform? <laughs> anyway, sorry. So uh, listen, <laughs> 
But uh, back to back to you guys. I lost my train of thought there. So let's go through how do people find you and 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 reach out to you? Instagram, TikTok, the website. Yeah, it's just um, mainly makerwatchcompany.com. Uh, TikTok and Instagram or makerwatchcompany or makerwatchco. Just type it in. Um, we're very active on Instagram. You know, that's probably where we're most active. TikTok, we're obviously devoting more time now just because it's more relevant. Um, but email as well, too, at create and makerwatchcompany.com. Yeah, cool. Really appreciate this, guys. So if anyone's listening, we'll we'll also link out to all of those things in the show notes for this episode. Appreciate it. Sweet. Yeah. Thank you. And oh, my gosh. No, no problem at all. So if, if anyone listening, you want links to Maker Watch, come. I, I feel like I always want to say company at the end. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Maker Watch Company. Um, you can uh, go to rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash podcast. If you find the link to this particular episode with Nibbin and Justin, the links will be there. And then um, if you if someone wanted to reach out to you and share their story, the processes, they reach out to you and then book a consultation, like just an appointment with you. And that's where you kind of schedule a Zoom call to talk. with. Yeah, someone. if it's like very custom, if they find something that they can make on the app themselves, they can just order it. Truly. OK, so they yeah. can order from the app. But if they have some super custom thing they want, exactly. they would reach out to you and then a Zoom call. And then what's the timeline from there? Do you show them like a sample of what you would create, like a digital version of it or something? Yeah. Can you just walk us through that if, process? If it's, if it's pretty custom, then we'll, we'll do a sketch. Um, if it's um, a little bit less, then, you know, we have a bunch of stuff ready that people can see. And some people just know what they want. Hey, I want a combination of this and this with this color. And it's like, okay, cool. Then we won't do a sketch. But then from there, they'll okay it. Um, and then we'll basically start making the material and keep them a part of the process the whole way through. And we'll usually for customs, we'll do a process video. So you'll get a video with that and a video that basically tells your story. Yeah, as well. that's very cool. That, that, that video would be really cool. Nick, they were talking about getting some, I don't want to say inspiration, but some connection from the stable because the wooden, the resin in the wood here, oh. is similar to what they're, some of the stuff that they have been doing. Um, and so the timeline for that, for a, a completely custom one, how much, what, what would it be the time to, to get something like that? Unusual, like, schedule, Yeah, no, I know like right now. To, think, yeah, four to six. Right now it's like eight to 10 weeks yeah. at minimum, I think. Okay, so if someone's trying to hit an anniversary or some life event, they should plan out realistically 12 weeks to be safe, 12 weeks. For sure. I mean, there's always exceptions. And, you know, if we can fit it in and someone else's, I don't need it till the summer, like we'll shuffle things around if we can. But primarily, yeah, we work in order. Yeah, got it. Got it. Cool. Awesome, guys. Thanks for stopping by. I mean, you, we were laughing because you guys just kind of came in here without really knowing us or anything. And we really appreciate you and, and appreciate you sharing your story because um, I think other people will really value hearing your journey, right? Because there's someone listening to this with their friend who's about to start a business, doesn't know if they should or if they shouldn't, hearing you guys, getting inspiration from you guys, sharing your story. So you did not have to do this. Totally, totally. No, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys for having us. And we appreciate you guys too. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Hey, everyone. It's Tom Kradz again. Hopefully you enjoyed that episode. After holding their watches in my hands for the whole episode, I've decided I'm going to get one. So I'm just about to order one myself. I'm trying to pick which one because there's, there's two specifically, specifically that I'm interested in. So if you're interested, you can go to Maker Watch Company yourself. There's a promo code that they shared. It's Rockstar10 for 10% discount of any of their stock products. Justin and Nibbin, we wish you guys the best. Thanks for coming on the show. And if you are listening to this and you want some real estate specific information, you can always go to rockstarinnercircle.com for free reports, books, videos, articles, the whole bit. That's it for this episode. Until next time, your life, your terms.